Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, February 6th, 5.39 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. March corn futures down three and a half at 6.74. March soybeans down eight at 15.24. March Chicago wheat up one at 7.57 and three quarters. March Kansas City wheat up one and a half at 8.74 and a half. March spring wheat down two and a quarter at 9.19 and a quarter. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, like, comment. If you'd like some additional information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service today, guys. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Charts, graphics, weather information, all of my grain marketing recommendations. My daily subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. On Thursday last week, I was joined by my friend Chris Barron from AgView Solutions. We talked about talking to your banker, uh, some of the big topics that are going on in agriculture today when it comes to uh, lending and some things that you guys may want to uh, discuss with your banker. And uh, the one that I did on Friday was in regard to winter wheat marketing, uh, general thoughts, outlooks, uh, everything that I've done in regard to last year and this year's uh, forthcoming winter wheat crop. If you guys are interested in this stuff, sign up today, 50 bucks a month, cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else, I promise. The U.S. military shot down a suspected Chinese spy balloon off the Carolina coast on Saturday. The balloon, which of course made national headlines, had traveled over some sensitive U.S. military sites prior to Saturday. China was highly critical of the U.S. response and called it an obvious overreaction and a serious violation of international practice. Uh, China had claimed that this was a weather research airship that had been blown off course. In a statement released on Sunday, China's Ministry of Foreign Affairs said this, China will resolutely uphold the relevant company's legitimate rights and interests and at the same time reserving the right to take further actions in response. The ministry reserves the right to take necessary measures to deal with similar situations. Um, The big thing out of this is that Secretary of State Anthony Blinken canceled his forthcoming trip to China, which was supposed to be this week or next week, and that trip was aimed at easing tensions. So you've got tensions between the U.S. and China escalating again. uh, The U.S. reportedly sent divers to salvage what they believe is spy equipment from the balloon. Some people believe that this whole thing could spur additional export bans and restrictions on technology items from both countries. Um, A lot of this and a lot of these tensions goes back to that CHIPS Act that Biden signed in August. And the CHIPS Act was very, um, in the press, it was very pro-United States, and it is. But what it did was it effectively cut China off from a lot of this semiconductor technology that's made with U.S. equipment. And a lot of what's going on with the U.S., China, Taiwan, All of it revolves around chips and semiconductors. That's why U.S. officials are going to Taiwan. A lot of it uh, relates back to that. So there could be some more uh, uh, export restrictions, sanctions, maybe more things along the lines of the CHIPS Act. Uh, We'll see what happens, but not necessarily a good thing for U.S.-China relations. The Russia-Ukraine war may be escalating. Ukraine has warned that Russia is preparing for a major new offensive this month. One Ukrainian official said this, We can see that more and more reserves are being brought in our direction. We're observing more military equipment that is being partly hidden in forested areas or dug in. Starting from February 15th, we can expect a major offensive at any time. 
Russia um, has been reportedly training thousands of mobilized troops in Western Russia and other places. They'll be ultimately deployed to Ukraine. Interfax did report this morning, however, that Russia has not planned to intervene in the grain market. So my thoughts are kind of the same as they have been for a long time. Uh, this is a risk to the markets. If there was some sort of escalation that resulted in a, an additional or another export disruption in Ukraine, or even a, a more important deal would be Russia, who's the world's top wheat exporter, that would be a big deal. So this is a situation that uh, bears watching, certainly. Brazil's soybean harvest is moving pretty slowly. They're 7 to 10% harvested, depending on which private group you want to look at. They were closer to 20% last year. I think last year they were slightly ahead of average. So they're behind. Uh, they've had wet weather, and they've got more wet weather in Brazil uh, on the way. There's some rain on the radar here this morning over Brazil, where Argentina is very much dry. And the forecast for Brazil over the next 10 days is wet. I mean, most of your key uh, soybean growing areas are going to see at least two inches of rain in total over the next 10 days, and some areas will see more than that. So, I mean, the wet pattern in Brazil is responsible for what will ultimately be a record soybean crop. And all in all, it's a good thing for production. But it may result in some harvest delays or is resulting in some harvest delays and could result in some delayed planting when it comes to that second and larger corn crop. Now, Argentina was very much dry over the weekend. Little to no rainfall uh, really anywhere in Argentina. The forecast in Argentina calls for only scattered rains over the next 10 days. Some areas will see little to no rainfall. If you look at the extended GFS this morning, maybe some better rain chances around mid-month for Argentina. But um, they're going to have a short crop in soybeans and in corn, without a doubt. It's just a question of by how much. Uh, we have a USDA report on Wednesday, and traders largely expect USDA to, again, cut their projections for Argentina corn, Argentina soybean production. You may see larger uh, production estimates for the Brazilian corn and soybean crops. Um, in terms of the United States, I don't know if there's going to be anything overly surprising. Maybe some tw uh, tweaks to the demand side of the balance sheet there. Friday's CFTC report was delayed. CFTC said this on its website. An ongoing issue with a third-party service provider is impacting is impacting some reporting firm's ability to provide the commission with timely and accurate data. Uh, as a result, the commitment of traders report for publication date February 3rd will be delayed. So I don't know when this thing is coming out, but uh, when it does, I'll have some updated news regarding uh, managed money and the uh, net position of the funds. Friday's job report, jobs report was indicative of an incredibly strong U.S. labor market. Non-farm payrolls increased by a whopping 517,000. The pre-report estimate was 187. U.S. unemployment rate fell to 3.4%, the lowest level since 1969. Traders had expected an unemployment rate near 3.6%. The stock market fell on this news. I talked about on Friday how everything's kind of backwards. So the stock market fell on this because traders fear that a strong labor market, a strong labor a wage market could lead to continued inflation, which could mean continued Fed rate hikes. Uh, traders also noted a mixed bag of earnings results uh, with, with a few misses among big companies like your Apples, Amazons, um, Alphabets, those uh, sorts of companies. The uh, cattle market was higher on Friday. Cash trade was all over the place, 154 in the Western Corn Belt, but then some higher stuff in the South. Uh, we'll see what happens today. U.S. dollars higher. Uh, stock market's off. The S&P's down 36. The Dow Jones down 220. Gold's up 10 bucks. Crude oil's up 20 cents, 53.58 in the March WTI. Crude got beat up pretty bad on Friday. Everybody have a great day today. I'll talk to you guys on Tuesday.